Ding, ding, ding. And welcome to Men in the Ring. And I'm joined out of Northern Africa by Matt. Um, we are... I'm a former mental health clinician. I don't think it's called a clinician, but mental health professional. Matt is a current mental health clinician. And um, we're encouraging people to get into the ring of life. He's inspired by um, some symbolism of Matt's... Um, former professional boxing kickboxing career we just encourage people to get their mental health um in the ring and um not be distracted by the rest of life and improve themselves how you doing man doing well sean how are you doing oh a little tired but um that's all right starting to work back out again and so funny how quickly you know like I'm, I think I'm out of shape, which is funny because I had two weeks off of working out, maybe almost like two and a half, but I was hiking around in the mountains. It was just a different type of workout, you know? Yeah. Well, I probably had two aerobic, I think aerobic is a high um, heart rate, um, Exercise is probably that whole two weeks, which is not, you know, usual for me. So it's just kind of funny observing myself and what I'm, you know, trying to get back into shape. And um, it affects kind of a lot of my life because I feel like I kind of feel, you know, speak of not. We've had podcasts talk about don't go off your feelings, right? Well, you just feel like lethargic and eat too much temperature's changing so i tend to eat more um so that's an adjustment phase too so um i don't know yeah i'm whining i guess <laughs> yeah how are you doing <laughs> oh, pretty well uh, still building on my running so that's good um trying to figure out this dieting thing um, realizing I need to add some sugar somewhere or at least carbohydrates, but maybe not necessarily sugar. So trying to figure out the healthy solution for that. Um, how do you know they need more carbs? Uh, I had a couple and I just had a lot more energy, like just feeling, I just was feeling better. Yeah. So, um, and it's hard here too so it's just it's difficult um i imagine it's difficult everywhere yeah too. Um, what's an example of a healthy carb then uh fruit right or vegetables those are right. typical right, right. you just have to eat so many of them oh really to, to like get the calorie input that you need or should have. So, um, and I just flat out haven't gotten nearly enough probably the past couple of weeks. And so, um, I had a couple of yogurts, like the flavored yogurt, not it's the Greek yogurt with the flavor stuff on the bottom or whatever. Yeah. It's got the added sugars in it and it's, my body feels good eating that. So I don't know, just 
trying to figure it out. I felt good eating some chocolate yesterday. Yeah. At the moment, I don't think afterward <laughs> I did. But <laughs> yeah, I ate a piece of chocolate cake thinking this is going to be good, and then I ate it, and I was like, I feel like trash. <laughs> yeah. That's uh-huh. funny. Um, uh, those Greek yogurts, I, I love those. I, I, I think I do that or some like light and fit or something like eat like for lunch every day. That's just quite a bit of protein for a yogurt, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, carbs, I don't, I don't understand carbs exactly, but there's a lot of science out there. Yeah. I should probably look into it cause I'm not sure exactly what to do yeah. about it. Cause I, well, I, I know what not to do. So I know <laughs> bread is bad for me and i know right um that i mean that's some pretty obvious stuff but like bread and candy and soda those are bad (laughs) but so i ate some granola and honey today like is that where does that fall on the list yeah there's there's a lot to be learned there for sure i mean some of that pretty much equates to just like a white piece of bread as a candy bar is the same exact thing, but some of it, yeah, I think my dad was really big into that for a while. And I think I tuned it out cause it was annoying, but, um, probably should have paid attention. <laughs> I think yeah. it's essentially like protein, good carbs, bad, but not actually. So yeah, there's, there's definitely some like super, um, foods in there like it might be granola or like um can't remember no sweet potatoes yeah stuff too but i'm not gonna eat sweet potatoes every meal yeah i i understood i think that even too much fruit is not that good actually because that's quite a bit of sugar i remember learning that it's funny because like um some of these diet fads like like kind of cherry pick their sciences right support all the support all their like findings which is hilarious yeah so it's always kind of interesting to see like how this is completely legit or sometimes maybe legit or for a particular body type you know yeah, I think that's actually, I was going to actually mention that, like, some people have, like, a lot of food allergies and stuff, so they go on these, like, real extreme, like, diets, and, yeah. like, I only eat meat, or I only eat beef, like, not even uh-huh. <laughs> anything else, just beef, like, well, yeah, you, I mean that works for you like the number of people that your body type is exactly like is uh, zero so um you know yeah yeah i love those fads that you know act like everybody's exactly the same which is hilarious i think i've I've read something where there's been some science breaking um body type 
body fuel processing types down to like eight different general um, types, which I, I kind of wondered about that because he's observe just observing people, like you know how their their shapes and like what they can eat and how it you know you know some people are just slender, you know, like my wife's grandma, she was just small her entire life, didn't matter what she did, you know, or um, my buddy Dane from played baseball with, you know, he couldn't put any muscle on him until like 25, you know, now he's a freaking stud, but he won't get fat ever probably, you know. Yeah. Um, then you have people, you know, I have other cousins who run five miles a day and they're still like, you know, on the husky side of things. And there's, that's just what their body type is, you know? So, yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about today, Sean? Me being fat. About today. <laughs> Me being fat. <laughs> I don't feel good. Me at, um, no, uh, well, it was pretty interesting. I got some good feedback last week on, um, you know, doing what you don't want to do. I think my cousin Steph, um, who is an absolute mountain woman badass, but um, she appreciated the saying, why are the healthy things the hard things? <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, it's a concept we could go into. I don't no, if ever if I've ever fully wrapped my head around that, I think you mentioned that as well. And then uh, Serena, my niece, she really appreciated the um, the saying that you brought up. I forget who it was by, but anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. You know, yeah, which is really liberating. It's a really liberating concept. <clears throat> understanding why it's resonating both those things i'm like that those are those are the we just short you know episode <laughs> last week and it was really good though but both those concepts i think you know are interesting to just talk about and i don't know um maybe bring up examples in our own life i'm trying to think of like you know, doing well, well, right now, like I think the reason I, don't, I even brought up doing what I don't want to do is not into journaling. I don't not don't want to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm quickly approaching. Yeah. I'm quickly approaching the make yourself do it stage. Um, just because there's other areas of my life that I'm like lacking some like self disciplines in, so I'm like, okay, we might have to just crank it down and uh just force myself to do it um which is not something i'm i'm almost like whenever i have to do that i'm like pissed at myself (laughs) that i can't just you know make um you know a healthy decision consistently gotta make myself be do this but um and i do like legitimately get pissed at myself but It's just normal shit, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting thinking about what Steph was saying and, and what you're saying there, too. Like, 
why are the healthy things hard? Like, I don't, I don't know if I have a good answer for that. (laughs) Except life is hard, man. Like it's, um, it is. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, as sociologists, sociologists, which obviously both are, it is that there definitely strikes a core there, a, a core truth that we could probably try to, mm-hmm. you know, hash out. I guess. Um, I don't think life would be life as we know it. Nor would we probably need a creator savior to help us in life if uh, there was that concept didn't exist. Um, the whole construct of you know life as we know it probably is based around that in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, survival i don't know yeah um it is interesting you know with um technology and the advancement of you know a lot of things are easier 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 right Mm -hmm. um because that's what our self inner self wants just nice easy candy thought nice easy candy thought where life that's not, not a true reflection of life i mean life is a bitch yeah but we live like we live in a comfort comfort society right like there hasn't been an easier time to live than in the united states of america right now 100 world as we know right like uh, even I mean, if you have a house with running water and a toilet, like you actually, that's nicer than most king, most castles, like right. in your, like in 14th, 15th century, right? Like you have running water and a toilet, you don't have to go outside. Like, oh man, it's a good time to be alive. Yeah. Well, I think I took, may have talked about this. I don't remember a couple of past episodes, but I was hunting like for sport, for leisure, you know, like that's an extremely luxurious thing to be able to do for one. You have time for recreation. You're not, you don't have to kill game for survival. Mm hmm. You have expendable time. Um, it's, it's really, you know, and I think, you know, thank the Lord, you know, have expendable time in peace, too, because I was able to work hard at raising my family in, in a way that um, gives me peace and joy, you know. Yeah. Um, so I can be in the woods and like be at peace and have a restorative, you know, mental health moment. But that is a very, very low percentage of the world of people that can do that type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. 
So we've talked about this several times, and I think we might as well talk about it all the time, but the whole appreciation thing, right? And the whole gratitude. Yeah. Having Thanksgiving and gratitude. It's just really about context, understanding context and where you're at, you know? Um, You know, I... Every once in a while, I get mad at, like, my football team losing, you know. Then you (laughs) understand how bizarre and ridiculous that is in context, you know. Mm -hmm. And how if you could, if you, for one second affect, let that affect your actual life. For one, is a very luxurious position to be in. For two, is the most ridiculous thing you could possibly do. Um, Yeah. It just shows that we're spoiled, you know. In some sense, um, yeah, I've been thinking about. So I was uh, just curious: how much does Jesus talk about feelings, <laughs> right? And uh, because. Uh, as a therapist, I use a lot of cognitive behavioral stuff. And so I was just curious, like, how much does Jesus actually talk about feelings? Well, he talks about thoughts quite a bit. Um, and this goes back to, like, that feeling of gratitude and, like, those sorts of things. Uh-huh. But he he doesn't address specific emotions or feelings per se, uh-huh. but he only speaks to the heart, which is in, was really interesting to me because speaking to the heart, it's the generator of the emotion. So, like, if the heart is oriented correctly, the emotions uh-huh. will align with that. Right? So, if the heart is satisfied, the emotions will be. Appreciative? No, because I like you need a specific example for for that to work out and play out. But if the heart is orientated correctly, if it's built on what it needs to be built on, the emotions w- that are generated will be correct, right? So that's not saying that you're never going to get mad or you're never going to get upset, right? I'm just saying that you're going to get upset about the right things or you're going to get sad about the, when it's really sad, not this perceived notion of it should, this is sad. Right. Does that make sense? And so, but also from that, like it will generate Thanksgiving because, um, if your heart's oriented correctly, um, that feeling of, of gratitude is can produce that's that's where joy comes from and i know i've talked about this before like you literally can't experience joy without feelings of thanksgiving right and that comes from bernays brown studies on emotions and atlas of the heart which is different different book but um i don't know if that makes sense does that make sense? Uh, a lot of it is heading toward the right thing. Um, just for me, 
um, definition of term you're talking about if your heart is in the right place or you know, the health, what, 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 what constant, whatever, whatever you were saying about the heart, I don't understand that or, or that concept. Well, a lot of the times I've thought like, oh, heart, mind, will, emotion, right? Like, oh, it's where emotion is, but like our heart is our core beliefs of who we are, what our identity is. Um, is it the, like our beliefs and ideas about the world and truth thereof and the, the truth of who God is, right? Let's take God is in control. He has the, he's created the whole world, right? Like there's a security in that, right? So your heart, we you, came from if you believe chaos. that your if you believe in that your heart feels better about that. Yeah, like there's a settling in it versus okay. where we've evolved uh, and we came from absolute chaos and disorder and then this came out of it, right? Like just that concept. So there's nothing in control and it's just a bunch of random things. Like that's not very settling. That's not a settling thought to me. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um and so but just like those two things, like and we play as politically correct as you want to throughout this, but the to orientate the your core philosophy and ultimately like your worldview. Right. And we've definitely talked about that. I think that more makes up our heart in a sense of who we are and it's um, it takes because we somehow in our society we have taken emotions and we put that at the center right this is how i feel so this is what's good yeah or this is what's right like oh nope that's just a feeling um so you can decide what's in your heart then and like yeah <laughs> right like you you can make the choice to orientate your heart to what you choose to orientate it to right um, that's a pretty interesting thing as far as self-determination and choices a lot of people feel like they don't have any choice like their emotions are going to dictate what they do and then yeah turns out you can actually decide how to feel or what to feel or decide how to orientate your heart which is something that's a weird thing for me i don't i still i'm not comfortable with the heart terminology i don't know what that is exactly but your spirit is that your spirit or how what you're settled on or your spirit would be part of it but i would would say heart would be more uh, more the like core beliefs of who you are and what the world is. Okay. And your place in the world. And Context. is the world good? Is it like it, like, and so. So if the world's a scary place full of terrible people, which, I mean, human nature has fallen, so that's true. 
if you have mm-hmm. no like resolution or um, potential good to counteract that evil, your heart might be in a traumatic, chaotic spot then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a different set of questions and answers that we long to have answered for everybody, which is an interest, another interesting thought. Um, but we're all different. So our, our time is like running short quick, eh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to respect, be respectful of your um, time because I appreciate you being able to spend it. Um, man, I feel like we answered no questions, but I think um, the the more I, the more I grow as a person and you mature, and you know, the more intelligence I seek toward, <laughs> I might find out there's more unanswered questions than there is answered questions, um, which is okay. I mean, I'd rather be that than pretend I got all my shit together and just be wrong about most things. So, I don't know where we go next week, but um, I think that's pretty interesting questions for everybody to contemplate. So, I would say decide um, to believe in Jesus. That's my suggestion. And if you need to figure that out, like start reading the Bible to see what he did and what he's about. So, that's my suggestion. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. This has been Man in the Ring. Like, subscribe, share it with a friend who might be able to share it with a friend who needs it. Um, and uh, come back again next week, and we'll see um, what else we can figure out. So, all right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a good one. You too.